What's up and welcome to the single player experience. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and we got a great episode for you today. It's a new year and before we look forward to all the new games of 2023, we got to show some love to the best games of 2022. So in this episode, we're going to go through the single player experience top 10 games of the year. These are games that went above and beyond in one way or another and games that you should definitely have in your video game backlog list if you haven't played them already. Now without further ado, we're going to start with the 10th game right after the intro. DJ, start the intro man. This is the single player experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host Sebastian Malden and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single player experience. Now without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. Number 10. At our number 10 spot, we have the indie game Beacon Pines. For those of you who've been sleeping on this game, let me explain what this game is. This is a point and click mystery adventure game that punches well above its weight. This game features cute Winnie the Pooh like characters and a storybook setting, but unlike the 100 Acre Wood, this game has a Peaky Blinders meets Black Mirror like tone to it. It explores heavier tones and themes and tells a really interesting story. It has this mechanic where you collect words and then use those words at select times to really decide on your next course of action. If you don't like how the story plays out with that particular word, you can go back and substitute it for a different word and see how the story plays out differently. Here is a snippet from our Beacon Pines review. Beacon Pines is a dope game that knows what it wants to be. It's a mystery adventure visual novel that doesn't overstay its welcome. This game isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea. For example, if you're looking for a fast-paced action game, then this isn't going to be the game for you. On the flip side, if you're looking for a conspiracy mystery game with fantastic art, mystery, music, and storytelling, then this game delivers those in spades. I played Beacon Pines about the middle part of the year, and I really enjoyed my time with it. It was engaging all the way through, and I love seeing how the different paths that my words created. I think you should just do yourself a favor and watch the trailer and really just see if this kind of game is for you. Okay, so shout out to Beacon Pines for taking the number 10 slot on the game of the year list. Number 9. In the ninth spot on the list, we have Marvel Snap. I wrote an article for thepronerdreport.com about how I was afraid to get hooked on Marvel Snap. Despite my reservations, I gave in and I tried it out. As it turns out, I was right to be afraid because Marvel Snap hooked my ass hard. And I mean hard. I've been a lifelong Marvel fan and I adore, absolutely love turn-based games. Especially card-based ones. So this game was one that seemed tailor-made for me. And it was a game that kind of seemed tailor-made to get me into mobile gaming. I rolled my eyes at the notion of mobile gaming for years, probably ever since the first iPhone. Yeah, I played games like Snake back in the day, but that felt like a different type of mobile gaming. You know what I mean. All that said, I absolutely adored Marvel Snap. You can tell how much love and hard work that the developers put into this game. 
The cards look amazing and have well thought out powers. The game is quick and fun. You can play a whole round in probably less than a couple of minutes, then get right back into another game. And it always feels rewarding to play. I'm one of those people who refuse, absolutely refuses to pay for the battle pass in any game. And yet, I still feel like I'm rewarded enough that it doesn't even matter that I opted out for paying for the battle pass. Here's a snippet from our Marvel Snap review. Overall, Marvel Snap is one of the best superhero-centric games that we've gotten lately. The gameplay loop is addicting and fun, and it gets you in and out of the action fast. This game does have some monetization aspects, but thankfully, those are optional. Beware of Marvel Snap, everyone. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Beware of this game. This game will grab you and won't let you go. Honestly, it is the best mobile game that I've ever played. So yeah, that snippet kind of sums up what I kind of think about the game overall. Marvel Snap was a game that took over my household in 2022. My wife, who normally only plays Candy Crush, was absolutely hooked on this game. This game is absolutely incredible, and I can make the argument that it is now the best mobile game of all time. As a result, it is well deserving of the ninth spot on the single player experience game of the year list. Number 8. In the 8th spot, we have the indie game Jack Move. More people need to play this game, for real. Some of y'all are sleeping on a classic. For those of you who don't know about this game, Jack Move is a cyberpunk turn-based JRPG. It's a game that wasn't on my radar going into playing it for review. However, very quickly you can tell that it had that special sauce, man. Here is a snippet from our Jack Move review. Overall, Jack Move is a solid cyberpunk RPG. Even though it does have its faults, it has way more going for it than against it. It's a well done RPG with a simple, easy to follow narrative and addicting turn based gameplay. Jack Move might be my sleeper game of the year. This game gave me that adult version of Pokemon that I've been craving for a very long time. If you like the cyberpunk genre and want a short quality RPG experience then I highly recommend checking out Jack Move. Yeah that's what I had to say in my review of Jack Move. This is a game that is indeed that JRPG that I've been waiting for for a very long time. Playing this game gave me vibes of what I enjoyed about playing Pokemon and Golden Sun growing up, but in a more mature package that really respects gamers' time. The fact that this gamer has sliders that allow you to control how frequently enemies randomly appear is absolutely brilliant. You can make the game super grindy to help level you up or turn off enemy encounters completely so that you can quickly do side quests. This is a feature that should be in all JRPGs and RPGs going forward. I love this game and I'm proud to give it the 8th spot on the single player experience 2022 game of the year list. Number 7 In the 7th spot we have Massive Monsters Indie Sensation Cult of the Lamb. I don't remember playing anything quite like Cult of the Lamb. This is a game that stuck with me since its release. Here's a snippet from our Cult of the Lamb review. Cult of the Lamb is absolutely one of the best games I've played in 2022. It's a damn good roguelike game and even better village simulator. There are a few things I wish this game did a bit better, but overall this is another banger from Devolver Digital. This game with its demonic vibe and tone won't be for everyone, and that is completely understandable. If that doesn't bother you, then try out this game. Be warned though, 
Cult of the Lamb is an experience likely to be your next video game obsession. Yeah, no lie, Cult of the Lamb was my daily game for a huge chunk of 2022. No matter what happened in my day, I often found myself relaxing while mowing down the dungeons and simply checking on my followers. This is one of the most innovative games of 2022 and is well deserving of the seventh spot on this illustrious list. Number six. Next up on the list at the number six spot, we have Prodeus. This is another example of an indie game that took me completely by surprise. So Prodeus is a game that is basically like an old school Doom, but with modern day features and gameplay. It has this old school 90s retro filter mixed in with modern day lighting and particle effects. I always say that there's an art to making gunplay feel right in video games, and this game knocks it completely out of the park in that regard. Playing this game's campaign took me back to playing old school Doom and Halo Combat Evolves campaign. Here's a snippet from our Perdeus review. Overall, Perdeus is a wildly fun time. It is a true love letter to retro shooters, but also a well-designed modern day shooter. There are tons of replay value here due to the game's insanely detailed and robust level crafting system. This game honestly feels like it was made by a AAA studio. Seriously, Perdeus is one of the best shooters of 2022. This is definitely a game fans of the genre should have in their collection. So yeah, that's what I had to say about Perdeus and I still stand by it to this day. This is a game I'd recommend to anyone who's looking for a fun shooter campaign to play. It's currently on Xbox Game Pass and it's also $20. So at that price, I would definitely recommend that you check this one out. Number five. In fifth place on this illustrious list is Vampire Survivors. This game is so simple yet incredibly fun and addicting. When I played the game for the first time, I wasn't initially impressed, I'll be real with you. It was a little too rough around the edges appearance wise and I thought the gameplay was a bit too simplistic. I was playing that first round for the very first time and I'll be real with you, I was about ready to call it quits and say hey this one ended for me. But then things started to pick up just slowly but surely and then I died for the first time. Yeah, when I died for that first time, it was like the competitive fire in me just lit a blaze and I just raced back to start another round. And that's when that realization hit that I had been bitten by that same damn bug as everyone else who had been raving about this game. Here is a snippet from our Vampire Survivors review. Overall, Vampire Survivors is a perfect example of how the best things are often the simplest things. This game doesn't have a lot of complexities like other roguelike games. Instead, it offers insanely fun and addicting gameplay that will have you saying just one more run. Vampire Survivors is one of the best games of 2022 and a game that you should definitely try out. So yeah, that's what I wrote in the Pro Nerd Report about Vampire Survivors and I completely stand by that to this day. Vampire Survivors is so damn addicting and so fun. I cannot believe how much this simplistic game just absolutely slaps. So, Vampire Survivors officially takes the fifth spot on our list. I want to shout out the developer Ponicle because you truly made something special here and I honestly feel like you have created something that has changed the gaming industry. People are going to emulate this and they're also going to take some of the lessons that you kind of put out there about what the audience really likes about gaming and they're going to try to implement those in their games. So, 
I think Vampire Survivors definitely deserves his flowers and is more than deserving for the fifth spot on this list. Number four. In fourth place is Rogue Legacy 2. This game is a strong contender for the most slept on game of the year. Nobody talked about this one and it's baffling to me because it's so damn good. Honestly, it was probably the best roguelike game of the year and one of the best platformers overall of the year. Another reason why I say it was slept on because the first game was a critical darling. Everyone and their mama loved the first one and this one is even better than that game. To be honest, it's not even close. So I'll be the brave and righteous soul in video games media and give Rogue Legacy 2 its flowers. Here is a snippet from our Rogue Legacy 2 review. Overall, Rogue Legacy 2 is a phenomenal roguelike game. Even with its non-traditional way of storytelling, the game's addicting loop draws you in and keeps you wanting more. By the way, you don't have to play the first one to understand what's happening here. Really, I'd skip the first game and just play this one. This is everything great about the first game multiplied by 12. Rogue Legacy 2 is a game that you will play and lose all your sense of time. Seriously, it's that addicting. If you're a fan of platformers and roguelike games, then this game is one that you simply have to have in your collection. So that's why I had to say in our Rogue Legacy 2 review, and I stand by every single word of that. Rogue Legacy 2 is massively underrated and it is a banger. If you play it, you're going to fall in love. And that's why Rogue Legacy 2 is much deserving of our fourth place slot. Now let's talk about our bronze, silver, and gold medalist. Who is going to take the championship? Which games are in the final three of our list? Let's get to it. Number three. At number three, we have From Software's Elden Ring. You know, I know some of you, many of you, might be surprised at where Elden Ring is on this list. Let me go into some details and provide some context. I wasn't conflicted with any game more in 2022 than Elden Ring. This is a tremendous game that is fun, highly explorable, deep mechanically, and full of amazing boss fights, and it's innovative. I played 80 hours of this game and enjoyed roaming around the world and steadily growing stronger to take on foe after foe. But the whole time I was doing such, something always felt missing to me. Which is weird because Elden Ring is a game that on paper should be one of my favorite games of all time. It has action, a dense open world, replayability, and George R.R. Martin was responsible for some of the storytelling and lore. That last point was a huge selling point to me. Like seriously. I love Game of Thrones and I was excited to see what narrative and lore that this game was going to bring to the table. Unfortunately, I didn't click with the way Elden Ring told its story and tells its narrative. As opposed to the traditional way that we get as story in games, Elden Ring's narrative is one that you kind of have to piecemeal and hunt for. You have to read things to find out what's going on in the world. There's also people that champion the notion that you are the story in this game. They say that the adventure and the freedom to do whatever you want is the story being told here. I get it, but that's not a manner of storytelling that I personally connect with. As a result, I didn't find much motivating me to do any particular task, and I never really connected to any characters in this game. Damn, I played all those hours and can't even remember a character's name other than Margaret the Fell, and that's because we still beefing to this day. 
all that said, Elden Ring is an amazing game, and I get why it connected with so many people worldwide. I enjoyed my time exploring the lands between, but as I mentioned earlier, I felt like I was missing a traditional style of storytelling and a driving sense of purpose in this game. Here's a snippet from our Elden Ring review. It has so much for you to do and explore. It's rich in lore, enemy variety, and customization. The boss fights are frustratingly challenging, but it's so fulfilling when you overcome them. Elden Ring isn't going to be for everyone. If you don't like those hard, challenging bosses, then this game isn't going to be for you. If you're not an open world gamer, then this isn't going to be for you. If you don't want a game that's probably going to take you 80 plus hours to beat, then this game isn't for you. For everyone else, you should definitely try Elden Ring. Elden Ring is a single player experience that gamers will be talking about probably until the end of time. So that's a snippet from the single player experience Elden Ring review. Elden Ring takes our third slot on the list. It's a dope game overall and well deserving of the bronze medal. Now let's move on to the second game on our list. Number two. At number two, our silver medal goes to Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon is a series that always seems to be cursed because both games release dates. There always seems to be something that comes along and steals its moment in the sun. That said, I have to say that I absolutely love the Horizon games. I know that it's an unpopular opinion, but I have to disagree with the arguments that this sequel is just more of the same. Forbidden West adds new collectibles, biomes, weapons, environments, and traversal elements. I platinumed this game, and I loved my time doing so. This game isn't perfect, the melee combat is absolutely awful, and the story has pacing issues, but this is one of the best AAA open world games on the market today. Here's a snippet from our Horizon Forbidden West review. You should play Horizon Forbidden West. While its games does have some flaws, like its narrative and its lack of underwater combat, it shines in all other areas. If you liked open world games with tons of things to do, then this game should be at the top of your list. Its combat, while flawed melee-wise, is overall engaging and fun. It's everything you liked about Horizon Zero Dawn amped up to the next level. It's still a spectacle to see and square off against these giant mechanical beasties. So yeah, that was a sample from our Horizon Forbidden West review, and I stand by all those words. I think Horizon is a true triumph, and shout out to Guerrilla Games for absolutely producing this amazing game. Horizon Forbidden West is a beautiful example of a AAA open world RPG. Its visuals, its gameplay, and its immenseful explorable open world make this a must play in my opinion for PlayStation gamers. So that's why I'm giving Horizon Forbidden West the silver medal and that's why it's the second place for the game of the year of 2022. Number one. So without further ado, let's get down to the nitty gritty. The champion, the gold medal winner, the number one game in our game of the year for 2022. So, the single player experience game of the year, the best single player game of 2022, goes to God of War Ragnarok. If you read our review of this game at theprotonerreport.com, then you know I absolutely adore this game. The writing, the presentation, the gameplay, the performances were all stellar, absolutely spectacular. 
I played God of War 2018 around its launch and I fell in love with that game. It quickly became one of my favorite games of all time. So my expectations going into God of War Ragnarok were insanely high. Thankfully, I wasn't disappointed. Here is a snippet from my God of War Ragnarok review. God of War Ragnarok is a game that exemplifies how good video games can be. The score is amazing and amplifies everything that's going on. The gameplay and its combat is outstanding and improves on this solid foundation from God of War 2018. The narrative is extremely well written and it mixes all the emotional beats well with its elements of wonder and adventure. On top of that, it has some of the best acting I've ever seen in a video game. Overall, this game is not only a masterpiece, it's a work of art. God of War Ragnarok is a must play for everyone that owns a PS5. This game is not only one of the best games of this generation, but it's also one of the best games of all time. That was a snippet from my review of God of War Ragnarok. It is a game that I absolutely love that had so many moments that really stuck with me. A few moments really just made me cry, just outright cry, I'm not even going to front with you. I can't wait for the new game plus for this game just so I can re-experience this adventure all over again. So that is the single player experiences game of the year list for 2022. Overall, I will say that 2022 had a solid assortment of games. Even though I'd argue that we were a bit light with the big AAA games, but we were blessed with an all-you-can-eat buffet of wonderful indie games. I'll be real with you, indies carried us through the year of 2022. Sure, we got God of War in November and Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West in February, but the gaps were nothing but amazing indie games. So shout out to the indies out there, keep killing it in 2023. On the AAA side of the fence, we did get Horizon Forbidden West, which sadly once again got overshadowed just like Horizon Zero Dawn was by Breath of the Wild. Elden Ring came out and it absolutely took over everything. Everyone was playing it, it was a moment in time. Then you had God of War Ragnarok, which was legit a masterpiece in its own right. You heard me gush about this game earlier, it's now among my favorite games of all time. So 2022 all in all was a solid year for gaming. Maybe not a hall of fame video game year, but a year full of surprises and a year with some games that are going to stick to me probably for my lifetime. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to thank you for listening. What did you think of the game of the year list? If you had any problems with it or you think uh, something else should have got mentioned as opposed to one of the games that were mentioned here, you can write in at the thepronerdreport.com slash the contact page or you can join the single player experience discord server and let your opinions be known. You can also join the single player experience discord server to share your video game backlog list. The single player experience discord server is also the perfect place to just talk about good single player game experiences that you've had lately. The link to join the free single player experience discord server is in the show notes. I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Until next time, peace.